At the close of the First World War, when I was a student at Cornell, I took a course called English 8. My professor was William Strunk, Jr. The textbook required for the course was a slim volume called The Elements of Style, whose author was the professor himself. The year was 1919. The book was known on the campus in those days as The Little Book, with the stress on the word little. It had been privately printed by the author. <clears throat> I passed the course, graduated from the university, and forgot the book, but not the professor. Some 38 years later, the book bobbed up again in my life. When Macmillan commissioned me to revise it for the college market and the uh, general trade. Hold on, I've got to hitchhike. Uh, no one stops. No was I. Commissioned me to revise it for the college market and the general trade. Meantime, Professor Strunk had died. Oh, oh boy. And, um... The elements of style when I re-examined it in <clears throat> 1957 seemed to me to contain rich deposits of gold. It was Will Strunk's parvum opus, his attempt to <clears throat> cut the vast tangle of English rhetoric down to size and write its rules and principles on the head of a pin. As it were, Will himself had hung the tag little on the book. He referred to it sardonically and with secret pride as the little book always giving the word little a special twist. A counterclockwise, <clears throat> as though we were putting a spin on a ball, English as it were. In its original form, it was 43 pages. Summation, the case for cleanliness, accuracy, and brevity in the use of English. Today, 52 years later, its vigor is unimpaired, and for sheer pith, I would think it probably sets a record that is not likely to be broken. Even after I got through tampering, it was still a tiny thing and barely a tarnished gem. Seven rules of usage, eleven principles of composition, a few matters of form, and lists of words and expressions commonly misused. That was the sum and substance of Professor Scrump's work. Somewhat audaciously, and in an attempt to give my publisher his money's worth, I added a chapter called an approach to style, <laughs> setting forth my own prejudices, my notions of error, my articles of faith. This chapter, chapter five, is addressed particularly to those who feel that English prose composition is not only a necessary skill, but a sensible pursuit as well. A way to send one's days, spend one's days? Oh, Jesus fucking Christ. One line away from the damn finish. Uh, see the chapter on editing. Okay, uh, I'm here to tell you, gonna keep you from ever having to change your your content because an editor thinks the story should go another way. Okay, okay. And I'm sorry about this, but I had to come into work, had the day off, but uh, Louise, yeah, you know, he had a honey while he was driving and he crashed into a dense forest, so they had to call me in. So, um, all right. Uh, tip number one. 
Simple and easy tips, surefire ways to own the editor at any point. You can go to Random House, books published in a week. I've had four books published this year, and they're only printing seven. Okay, good day. This is Miles' privilege, and I'm talking today about when you're creating your work, your processes that you'll be uh, putting on paper, and then you'll be selling it to me. I am, I am a, a, a publisher. You see, now what you do is you need to negotiate your contract, and that noise is highly annoying. Please hold my calls. Thank you very much. Now, when you have to negotiate your contract with the, the publisher what the most important thing you need to uh, hold on i have to take this hello uh, no i i don't have a, i'm not driving right i don't have a car I, I i don't how did you get this number it's i'm afraid i'm gonna have to call you back click now the important part about creating your publishing contract is to first negotiate a number of money you like to see hello I'm afraid I, I don't know who this is. I, no, no, no. You reach, you reach Miles. Miles. No, it's, it's called. It's called. Uh, goodbye. It's very annoying. I'm sorry. These phone calls are very annoying. Excuse me. So you must first come to an idea of how much money you expect to receive for such work. Your your work. Your child. Your your mind baby that you created on paper. It's important to just stand a moment on the phone call coming in. Hello, this is Miles. Oh, hello, Father. How are you? I'm quite well. I, unfortunately, I'm in the middle of a... Oh, Mother. Mother died. I'm so sorry to hear that. Uh, oh, funerals next week. Oh, wonderful. Oh, well, I have to go. Thank you, Mother. Father. Goodbye. The first part you have to make sure is to find an amount of money you'd like to get for your book. And the importance of doing this is to make sure that you know what amount of money you're willing to sell for. Now, in my case, when I actually do give out money, it's a very little amount of money to make sure you keep crawling back more with your mind babies. Uh, excuse me, I have a phone call to me. Uh, yes, this is Miles. Oh, yes, Father. No, you, you, Mother's alive. Oh, it was a, it was a mistake. The hospitals, we're suing the hospital? Oh, well, thank you, Father. I appreciate the update. Very strange hospitals these days. At any rate, the important thing is, is I've always paid just a very little middle amount because the, the importance of understanding is that you will continue to crawl on your hands and knees until they're bruised and bleeding to continue to give me these things. So the money you receive is very, very small, very important. Excuse me on the phone call. 
Yes, this is Miles. Oh, father and mother are both dead now. They both had hot dogs? Oh, I'll be there in just a moment. Uh, very kind of you, thank you very much. Unfortunately, I have to cut my tips for making your contract with a publisher short as I need to go bury my parents. Have a wonderful night. Goodbye.